0: Hello, and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly. Uh, is your money safe in a peer-to-peer lending platform? In other words, if you give your money to a peer-to-peer lending platform, which is a, uh, a scheme that puts you, the investor or the lender, in touch with the, the borrower and takes a, a commission for that and you're basically cutting out the bank's. And then pays you a higher interest rate than you would have earned from the bank. That's a peer-to-peer scheme in in essence. But is your money safe in these schemes? Well, they say it's safe, don't they? Obviously, they say, you know, we only lend up to 70% typically. Uh, Your money is secure on a property. And, you know, from, from that point of view, it sounds okay. You know, so in theory... Uh, there should be very little money lost in these type of schemes. Now, some some lenders may say that the, the defaults are very low. But I mentioned one a few weeks ago, which is a lender called Lendy that had a string of problems and actually went out of business. And now I see that uh, there's another company in, in, in a few problems, which is called Money Thing. Money Thing raises funds for businesses. Now, this is interesting, unable to obtain finance from traditional sources such as banks now if that borrower is unable to obtain funds from a bank there's got to be a reason for that i mean if and you know if the banks don't want to lend them and there are lots of banks out there why is that you know and then then you you lending them money is a bit like the the old um uh loans that, that in, in the last financial crisis when these uh Loans made to people who were in default on their mortgages all went went under. They were they were useless. They were junk loans, as they, they called them. These are these sort of adverse credit type of people. Um, and the, these loans, I'm not saying that they lend to people with adverse credit, but they've obviously been unable to obtain finance from traditional sources. And so that, so that would, to me, sound like, you know, sound a, a big alarm bell. And then investors had also been promised rates as high as 18% on their loan, fully backed by... Properties that can be sold if the borrower defaults. Well, that sounds all very, very nice. However, the company's website showed that in June alone, it had posted 14 default notices on deals, and had a further 18 non-performing investments, which probably means that the that the borrower is not paying any interest or has defaulted on payments or is in arrears. So that that's that's slightly worrying. In one example. a project that had been advertised as having assets worth 4.5 million was in default. And a note on Money Things website said that a property securing the loan had been sold for, wait for it, 2 million pounds. So it was four million four and a half million pounds had been sold for 2 million pounds. And of this, only about 850,000 pounds had been distributed to, to the lenders, which is, is the, the investors, if you like and that that means that nearly 1 million of lenders cash was still not recovered so i don't know where that's going to come from if the if the property's been sold do they go after the borrowers personally do the do the borrowers have any other personal assets did they take charge on any personal assets it sounds to me like this lender is 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 not competent in the way it's lending out the money and that's important for you because they are underwriting these deals you know you don't get to underwrite them probably i, I you know they're the ones sort of recommending these deals so another example showed that a development project did not have planning permission when the loans were issued and it was now in default with about uh, 64,000 yet to be recovered and now when the sunday times looked into these and asked questions about it money thing uh, said it planned to pay the investors uh, but um it then tried to block the sunday times from going on their website and asking any questions the company is apparently based in a semi-detached home in whetstone north london and has raised almost uh, i think 38 million uh, for firms since launching in 2014 and it says on its website we believe in transparency that's the quote in in the sunday times now obviously the peer-to-peer industry has grown quite rapidly over the last well decade if you like and it's drawn more, more than £10 billion worth of investment. So this is given the banks a run for their money. And peer-to-peer, there is a peer-to-peer finance association um, helped by the record period of rock-bottom interest rates on savings, which has encouraged people to take more risks to beat inflation. Clearly, if you only get in, say, a quarter of a percent or even less than that, maybe half of that, from from the bank on deposit, and then, you know, someone else is promising you 18%, you know, that's a huge difference. You know, um, even 10% would be maybe 40 or 50 times what you would get from the bank. So that, that, that's a huge difference. So um, now not all of them offer that. And some of the the, the more cautious of the lenders would, would typically offer you a return of 5%. But then to me, that thing's well, 5% to risk my money. That doesn't seem worth the, the, the risk to me just to get 5%. Um, now, you must remember here that there's no protection on peer-to-peer loans under the Financial Services Compensation Scheme. In other words, if you if you put your money in the bank, uh, you would get losses. If that bank, but for any reason, did go into default, went under, you'd be covered by up to £85,000 should the firm holding your money go bust. Now, I can't remember the last time a major bank went bust in this country. Some of the challenger banks are under scrutiny. You know, yes, they, they could... Uh, potentially go under but I don't think you know the government or the country is going to allow one of the big four or the big five banks to, to go under as they did you know they rescued them in, in, in the last financial crisis so uh, peer to peers because of that have become under increased scrutiny by the Financial Conduct Authority after a spate of company failures these include Lendy, which fell into administration in May which I've mentioned in a previous con- conduct uh, previous podcast and less than a year after it received full FSA authorisation. So they're authorised by the FSA, but um, you, don't, you don't get any compensation if they, if they go down. Um, its investors are likely to incur millions of pounds of losses, and this month the regulator allow, announced rules limiting peer-to-peer investments to no more than 10% of an individual's uh, investable assets unless they receive regulated financial advice from, from, I suppose, a regulated financial advisor. And the rule takes place in December, so it doesn't really help people who are already into these schemes. And Moneything said, this is the lender, that the details of, his, of these deals were not for anyone, part of the terms and conditions for registering. Uh, it, it states that it expects defaults of 8% of its loans this year, up from 3% in 2015. It also says that while there are been no defaults uh there have so far been no actual losses well i thought there was a loss in in that other deal so i think you've just got to watch watch your your be be a bit cautious on this um again you know they say they only go up to about 70 percent but that that is all depends on the they use and and the value is opinion so you know one value can say yes this is worth x amount but you know, perhaps when a property is demolished or, or it's it's pulled apart, maybe it's not worth that amount. So, and then what is it worth on a forced sale value? I if you had to sell it today at an auction, you know what is it worth? There's there's usually a big difference in that. Um, another high risk lender is, uh, according to the Sunday Times, is uh, Landlord Invest, where you can invest as little as hundred pounds, and they offer rates between five and twelve percent. Um, lower risk. Property-backed peer-to-peer providers include Fitzrovia Finance offering rates of up to 5.5% and Octopus Choice with advertised rates of about 4%. You know, and they mention various company top rates: Octopus Choice 4.7%, uh, Fitzrovia Finance offering 5.5%, The House Crowd 10%, Assets Capital 12%, Money Thing 12%, Landlord Invest 12%, and Funding Secure 13%. So, you know, I'm not saying don't invest in these deals and I would certainly not, uh, you know, dissuade you from using peer-to-peer platforms because they obviously are a good way of, of raising money. And it's, it's a shame that some of these have uh, perhaps not invested the money wisely and, and the projects have gone wrong uh, because I think it's a good thing to have competition out there for the banks through things like crowdfunding, peer-to-peer and and other ways of of. You know securing money without necessarily going to to a traditional bank but uh, just watch out for that and you know be careful i would you know the fsa are going to bring in rules about this but I, I certainly wouldn't be putting all my money into a thing like this because it, it is a bit of a, a gamble and um, you know you're not in control of it as you would be if you're investing it into one of your own deals so that's all for now um you know, I hope that's been useful for you. This has been Charles Kelly bringing your money tips to help you save, earn, invest, and accumulate more money. And if you want to know more about how to invest in property, then do contact me because I have some exclusive uh, complimentary tickets to starter property courses where you can learn properly how to find your own deals, how to fund your own deals, how to, to do JV partnerships where you, you can work with a joint venture partner and how you can invest in property for no money down. Okay, so do contact me if, you, if you're interested in that, or click on one of the links below. Thanks very much, and speak to you soon.